If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character. As we do every single week, we talk to good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Mr. Shaw, me and Sean. How's it going? Good, Connor. Happy last day of September to everyone. Tomorrow, oh. officially spooky season. Oh, it's getting autumnal around here. Hell yeah, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> I'm getting my scarves. I'm getting my pumpkin spice lattes. Scarves, cardigans. I don't actually like those lattes and I find the scent to be overpowering in a candle. So I don't know what to do with the rest of the season. I'm not a big fan of cinnamon. Oh, oh so you're fucked until Christmas at least. Oh man, I'm done. I, I'm out here. How are you with mixed berries? How does that treat you? Ah, oh, fuck off with your ah, mixed berries. What Just festive cheer can gums. they deliver? Gingerbread. How are you about gingerbread? No, I'm not having gingerbread. You have no soul. You have no soul. I, by the way, this is so funny. This is I know this is the start of the episode, but yeah. can I just clear up that I have like, I would eat anything, but weirdly it's just Christmas and, all, and Halloween based foods. Yeah, just anything that's in like a harvest festival you're not mad about, apparently. <laughs> I'm against it. Um, but Sean, this is Hero Zero. So this is the show where you normally choose Marvel characters. I do. And I normally choose DC characters. You do. Um, but within that is we normally choose the characters. 
But this week, yeah, that's is part of the job. Week. It's part of the job to choose job. your own character, Connor. You can't let this other week people I took do the, the work week for off. You. I must admit, Sean. Um, <laughs> Kieran messaged it on Instagram, um, and we absolutely love it when people recommend characters for us to do. What Hero Zero saves us having to look them he's, up. He's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, because <laughs> we're dumb. Um, <laughs> and he was asking for a bit of a brief overview of a Green Lantern. Now, oh. when he said that. My heart broke because we all know we do this show to cover characters that are a bit smaller. Maybe the episode would take two hours to cover all of their stories. And we all have a lovely time. But Kieran chose um, Kyle Rayner, who is, of course, the Green Lantern from the 90s, if you will. Yeah, he's like quite a a popular, quite a well-established Green Lantern man. Yeah, uh, and so I uh, had to sit through quite a lot of quite a lot of stories and sift and get rid of them. So it's going to be a brief overview. I okay. do apologise if you're a massive fan of Kyle Rayner. I might not pick on every story he's ever done. I'll try and hit the big ones <laughs> while we're here. Okay, we'll get we'll get the headlines. And then you can do your own reading after the fact, maybe. He's a green lad, right? He has okay. a ring. He's Love up to that. development. That's all you need to know. Can you explain it in Fortnite terms, please? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Genuinely, I can't. <laughs> you know what? Fair play to you for sticking to your guns, Connor. <laughs> Um, if you can give us a like and subscribe whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on it would really help us out we've got hundreds of these episodes covering lots of comic book characters so if you've got a favourite we've probably done them just head over to heroesfriar.ie and they're probably there just search for it lovely Um, lovely plug Connor thanks very much Um, but Sean we're starting with as I said Kyle Rayner created by Ron Mars Bill Willingham and Daryl Banks and his first appearance was in January 1994. Now, the 90s of DC comic book, Sean, they were a weird fucking time. Strange, right? strange era for comics. Very extreme, I've heard. Oh, to the max, right? <laughs> so, I mean, you all, you had Superman diet. Superman, of course, dies in the 90s. Yeah. Batman's spine no longer perfectly shaped as Bane breaks it over his kneecap. <laughs> yeah, that is. That, those are two quite big events in DC Comics. <laughs> and also, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern of, I mean, many, many years, yeah. had gone crazy. Oh, um, was this after they put his girlfriend in a fridge? Ah, shod. That's not Hal Jordan. Is it not? His girlfriend's in the fridge. Oh. Uh, this is why we do the show. Oh, because um, I... Genuinely, <laughs> I was mistaken. This is a great feeling. So, <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Hal Jordan, he was Green Lantern for so, so Decades. long. Right, like 30 years, I think, maybe. Yeah. I don't hold me to that. But his sales in comic books were gone very far down because... They just basically didn't know how to write him. He always just made a big boxing glove and his comic book sales were not very good. Um, he was kind of too clean cut. He was, there was, no he was cookie cutter <laughs> and, and he always just like made the most boring shit in the world whenever he was fighting. He had a lot of willpower so he could use the ring but he had shit imagination basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so what normally happened was him and Green Arrow would just appear in other people's comic books for a little while. Right. Um, until the 90s came along and Extreme came in and they decided, we got to do something with this. Um, and their big plan was that they were going to get away from like the square-jawed, serious character 
of Hal Jordan mm-hmm. and they were going to bring in maybe a different hero. Um, and so what they did with Hal was something very interesting. Um, Hal, his whole city gets destroyed, right? Just off the bat. Just off. Well, I'm just going to start with that because it'll take too long to explain what led up to that. His whole city gets destroyed. And so Hal Jordan uh, uses his ring to rebuild the whole city and just recreates it. So everything is fine. Everyone in the town is dead and all that shit. Right? He just like recreates it. Okay. Um, and of course, Green Lantern Corps, the lads at the top, they're not happy with this. The Guardians, they're like... You can't just do that. <laughs> That's <laughs> against just, the rules. You can't just rebuild life. Um, and he's like, well, why not? Everyone I like is dead. And they're like, well, still, it's just our looks, bud. That's kind of the vibe we're going with here. Mm. Um, so Hal, not a fan. And he decides to basically go fucking mental and ends up like turning on all the Green Lanterns, just going through to me. I think he kills Kilowog. <laughs> What's Not Kilowog. Kilowog. We love Kilowog. <laughs> Kill the wog. Oh, right? that's disrespectful. Um, um, Come on. That's oh, it's terrible to the pig man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, he, he goes mad and he leaves the whole Green Lantern in disgrace. Kills all the Green Lanterns. There's nobody left. Jesus. Right? It's just, there's just nobody. There's no Green Lantern in DC. Okay. Um, and so, um, rather, due to the... Like, rather than a stalwart hero, what they wanted to do was Kyle was a random guy, right? Okay. With unrealized heroic potential. Rather than all of the choices where they're like, you're the greatest pilot in all fucking all of America. You get this. You're the greatest man of all time. Kyle's just a dude. And Interesting. He gets, and he gets chosen because he's just a dude by sheer chance. For so the, the Green ring, Lantern Corps. The ring just like fi- finds him or like, he, or he's just the, he's statistically the most average man. <laughs> statistically. Um, so Kyle Rayner is a struggling graphic artist in Los Angeles, uh, son to a Mexican-American father, Aaron, and Irish mother, Maura Rayner. Um, Fucking hell. And you go, boys. And you fair play to you, boy. Kyle's infant life was spent with his parents, constantly on the run. Uh, Aaron used the military as a cover. In truth, he was a CIA agent, so his dad was a CIA agent, right? Uh, When Kyle was three, his father leaves, leaving just his mother in charge, and his father just never comes back. Um, And him and his mother settle in Los Angeles. And so, growing up, completely normal completely normal childhood completely normal like he has a girlfriend as i said he's just a graphic designer he's in los angeles um but kyle first witnessed a green shooting star moving upward in the sky while on a nighttime beach date with his girlfriend alexandra do it um, okay. alex as people call her the shooting star was actually the famed green lantern hal jordan who had been driven insane <laughs> by the destruction of Co city and went on a murderous rampage as we have discussed. As we've all um, gone on. <clears throat> um, he destroyed the power battery, the guardians of the universe, and the Green Lantern Corps, did Hal. Mm. Um, only one guardian remained, named, and I'm going to butcher this, Gantet, I think it is. Um, Might as well be. And he survived, uh, he's the only one that survives Jordan's rampage, and he reforges the power ring um, as, the co- as the Green Lantern Corps' final legacy. He's like, right, there's only one ring left. I only have enough power for one ring. We don't have enough for a, a whole core. 
anymore. Just right? one dude. <clears throat> Just one dude. That's it. So Gante travels to Earth, appearing in an alleyway outside of a nightclub, and he encounters two humans. One is a drunken homeless man, and the other is Kyle. <laughs> Ooh. And he's, he looks back and forth between the two. <laughs> and the, the homeless man's like killing children. <laughs> ah, well, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so Kyle had just been in the nightclub and had just walked out to get some fresh air. Um, and he had spotted the same green falling stars before so he just kind of went to check it out he was like oh that's fucking weird so he goes to check it out and it's Gantet Um, and the Guardian trusts the final ring into Kyle's hand muttering you will have to do before disappearing man that's not the fucking the inauguration ceremony you really want is it no, but it's also, I think it makes Kyle Rayner possibly, I think he's my favourite Green Lantern because of that fact. Because he's just a guy yeah. who just gets this power and it's up to him to be heroic. He's not heroic by nature. He's got to muster up the courage. He's just like every one of just us. Just a regular like, dude. Here's, he just has great power now. And, and now and he has would great you responsibility. Say, I was going to say the great responsibility <laughs> line as well. <laughs> he does actually kind of remind me a little bit of Peter Parker as well sometimes, um, which is not a bad thing. No. Um, and so, uh, obviously, um, he disappears then. And putting on the ring, Kyle found himself dressed in the standard Green Lantern uniform. So he just immediately, he's transformed into Green Lantern. Um, and he says the line, oh man, I think my life just got a lot more complicated. Um, which is classic comic books. Okay, I think I've seen that panel before. <laughs> but wait till you hear this though. The best part of all this, Kyle Rayner didn't know anything about the Green Lantern Corps. He lives in Los Angeles. He's, he doesn't know anything about Green Lanterns. I didn't even right? think of that, that that wouldn't be like common knowledge of this like no, space fairy he's team. The first, I think he's the first legacy hero in terms of like taking over from the previous where he doesn't under, he doesn't know who the previous people are. Like he doesn't care. Yeah, because it's not like Hal Jordan came up and was like, hey, here's the story. Here's what we're all about. Yeah. Like, or like Batman passed it to Robin. Yeah. Or like Superman to Superboy. Um, or Wonder Woman to Wonder Girl, or, or like anyone who takes over a mantle eventually, the, or like a sidekick. Yeah, the original usually becomes like a mentor kind of thing. Yeah, um, and so Kyle goes immediately back to his girlfriend Alex's apartment, and he shows her the ring, and he's like, <laughs> "What the fuck is What's this happening here, lads? <laughs> What's this?" Immediately ruining the secret identity thing, uh, and he also shows her his new powers, and the two of them make a plan. Kyle would be a superhero, and Alex would photograph him in action, giving both their careers a much-needed boost. It's a, it's quite Spider-Man-y with the whole, like, oh, yeah. we'll take photos of the superhero that you are. Um, Kyle had trouble at first with controlling the ring, due to obviously not knowing how it worked. But with Alex's guidance and support, uh, she did a bit of reading to try and find out what the whole thing was about. She's like, I think you can make things with your mind. And he's like, oh, cool. Class. <laughs> he, just to, he just tries to make things. This um, is like the 90s as well. So it's like she just like looked up newspapers and stuff like that. Yeah, properly. Yeah. <laughs> um, they went to the library. And what's the machine called when you go back to the old newspapers? Oh, I, don't, I have no clue what it is. It's in, but... the mid, it's in the middle. And they always use it. I can't remember what it is. Phototech? No, it's not that. Um, he quickly learned basic GL abilities like flying and constructs. Mm. However, there was much confusion over his identity as he was wearing 
the Green Lantern costume Hal Jordan was wearing. Right. So, so and like, it was like, isn't that that guy that killed everyone? Isn't that, that psychopath? <laughs> no, I'm a different Green Lantern. <laughs> so he's immediately associated with Hal. Um, Alex brings this to Kyle's attention and urged him to make his own identity, leading him to redesign his costume to better fit his personality, which between you and me, Sean, I think he has a much cooler suit. Um, oh. It's he has actually a few really cool suits, but I think his Green Lantern one is it's a much better fit. Um, his first week on the job is not an easy one, as he has to deal with Mongol, who believes him to be Hal Jordan, who Mongol has just fought Hal Jordan. So he comes to Earth and is like, "Where the fuck is Green Lantern? I know he's I'm here. Fuck him up, <laughs> right? Um, I know he's here." This guy pops out and he's like, "I'm gonna fuck you up," and Kyle's like, "What did I do? I'm a graphic <laughs> designer." <laughs> going on um so he came to fight hal but instead settles for any green lantern he finds and kyle was in trouble before the unexpected arrival of superman and the two worked together to fight mongol and superman was astounded to learn that kyle had no idea about who hal jordan was or the green lantern corps or the suit of what he was wearing and what it meant or what the ring meant or any of the history and he's like wait (laughs) hang on what's happened here <laughs> this is a mistake. Um, despite the long-standing weakness in Green Lantern power rings to uh, the colour yellow, Kyle defeated Mongol by hitting him with a freight train. Um, and oh. Superman, he earned Superman's respect from that. Well, you really hit the shit out of that man with a train. <laughs> I was going to do it. I was going to pick up a train full of people and hit him with that. So we're like, you saved me the hassle. Same train of thought. Well, train of thought, you know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the best Finger friends. guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, following his victory encounter with Superman Kyle, the feel, Kyle began to feel pretty good about himself and was settling into his new life as a superhero but unfortunately for him Sean tragedy was oh, about to strike um, oh I think I know what's about, I think I spoiled um, it <laughs> shadowy forces within the government had obtained a fragment of glowing green metal from the homeless man found in the alley so a bit of the ring had broken off uh. and the homeless man had picked it up and right. so the government had found that and they were like, what the fuck is this? This is weird. Yeah. Um, and Kyle, rece- so when Kyle received his ring, uh, the government then sent the villain major force to find this new Green Lantern. So it's like, find them, track them down. What's going on? Because is this as a result of Hal Jordan going insane? They're like, we don't yes, want... Yes, okay. they're like, we can't have any more Green Lanterns. Right, so they get major force in. They're like, right, he lives there. He lives with Alex, Sean. Um, lovely so Alex. Major force turns up to lovely Alex's apartment. Alex, by the way, great character in her fir- in all of her first four issues. It really reminds me of Gwen Stacy. Oh, <laughs> funny, um, funny how that happens. Yeah. Um, since she had published her photos of mm. Kyle as Green Lantern, so they knew they were associated as well. Right. Um, and so when Kyle returns home from another successful mission, everything's going well, mm-hmm. he finds Alex, he goes to the fridge to get some out, and this is the very first ever fridging oh. of a character, um, which has of course become a really famous term nowadays, but it basically just means when you use a female, a female character to like her death powers on the male story. Is the take. Yeah, because Alex um, was created just so that she could die and be put in the fridge so that Kyle exactly. could get angry. 
So the idea is that any character, and you see it a lot in movies, you probably don't even know you're seeing it until someone actually calls it out. It's one of those. But it's like, you see it a lot where it's like, this female character is only there to die. So then the hero has another journey to overcome. The sadness. To to avenge um, her and to become better themselves. And so this is the thing that started all of that. Um, he found Alex brutally murdered and her body stuffed in the fridge. That's insane. That, that, that's, yeah. that's quite early in the new Green Lantern origin. Oh, to, like four issues in. <laughs> to, and then to just be like, and now this is a trope in comics forever. Um, and Kyle didn't have time to grieve as when he closed the door, major forces right to the left of him <laughs> and they just start beating the shit out of each other. So Kyle's understandably on the back foot at the minute. He's obviously a bit, he shook. He shooketh is what I would say. He shooketh. Um, the, two began a, uh, the two began a brutal fight and Kyle appeared to be winning before his ring ran out of energy, allowing major force to gain the upper hand. Does it run out of um, energy, the ring? Yeah, it does. But however, Major Force then presented Kyle with the glowing green energy fragment and demanded ah. to know what it was. And of course, the fragment goes straight into the ring, powers it up like a battery. Hits and, him with a train. And Kyle decides, Kyle decides to make another train. <laughs> I'd <laughs> goes, love... Choo-choo, bitch. Was, I'd love if that was his MO. Like, in his backstory somewhere, he's just really into trains. And so he just smashes everyone with a locomotive. <laughs> Choo choo motherfucker is what he shouts really loudly before he kills you. I think that's the main thing. Right, that's his um, like Excelsior that he shouts. But <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um and so um he then fully charged, he decides to defeat Major Force and demands to know who sent him and why he murdered Alex, uh, only to be confronted by the government, who are like it was them who did it. You know what I mean? They're like, why Why are you wearing the Green Lantern suit? What are you up to? What's yeah. going on? Like, what's, what's the story here? So the um, government is the real villain is what you're saying. That's what you're, you're, you're shouting about here. I wouldn't be one to say that. I, of course, I wouldn't be one to say that right. because, of course, it's true. But He's, yes, the government, I, they're not, they're sneaky. They're sneaky devils. They are sneaky devils, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> you can quote me on that, John. You can quote me on that. Oh, that's on the tombstone. Um, <laughs> um, and so when he gets back to his apartment, the very original Green Lantern, Alan Scott, is there, and he fills him in on the Green Lantern course. Uh, Hal okay. Jordan and the legacy Kyle had just fallen into. So, so that's now, how he learns all the exposition. Right, now he gets his, <laughs> his mentor kind of thing. He gets all the backstory after yeah. his girlfriend is fridged. And so once he's once he's just basically overwhelmed by all of this knowledge. Yeah, and it's once been he like three home, days, <laughs> yeah, and his girlfriend's now dead in the fridge. And once his, once he knows it all, he's like, I don't know if I'm up to it. Like he's just a normal dude. He's like, I don't like I don't know if I have this in me. Yeah. And but then he decides that Alex would want him to continue, so he charged on in her memory, basically. Right. The idea of the start of his story. Okay. Um, <clears throat> And so what was really interesting about all this was this, he was introduced um, and what I will say is, like, as I said, Green Lantern wasn't that big. Like, Hal Jordan's last few years, they were all right. Wasn't fantastic. Mm. What happened now is that the JLA was announced. So Grant Morrison, one of my favourite ever runs of comic books, came in to do the JLA. So the Justice League Association in 1997. And he decided to put 
Kyle on the team, on the starting seven. Um, wow. That we're going to start, which is a really big deal for this new Green Lantern who had just come in two years previous. Yeah, but it kind of gives him a level of prestige at that point then. Exactly. Like, that's the idea. So DC were, like, trying to get Green Lantern back up and running. They now had a cool new Green Lantern. Uh, he was liked by people. Kyle Rayner was a good character. He was likable. He was funny. And now they're like, right. Let's put him in the GLA, Grant Morrison's brand new run, where it's relaunched and it's everybody's fucking going hammer and tog, and he's powered for seven. And that really, like, exposed them to, like, a massive audience at one time. Yeah. Um, and he was part of the team in that very, the very first GLA story with the White Martians coming down. Yeah. Um, Your favourite story of a, all time. <laughs> one of my favourite stories of all time. It's, um, I mean, there's no, there's a whole group of heroes that come to Earth and all the GLA are like, well, where are the heroes? Who are these guys? Turns out they're all White Martians. Then they all decide to capture all of the Justice League members except for Batman, who they say, he's just a human. What's the fuck's he gonna do? Yeah. And Superman says the famous line, he's the most dangerous man on the earth. <laughs> what have you done? Because he is. Like, he's a dude, he's just a man, but he goes like toe to toe with gods. <laughs> and he sets like, he, he puts a lot of petrol in a big circle and sets, a, he sets it on fire, so they have to fist fight him in a circle of fire, which White Martian's fit, uh, weakness is fire. Yeah. So he just ends up kicking the shit out of all of them by hand to hand. Because that's who Martian Manhunter is. He's one of them, he has the same yeah. powers and things. So, yeah. wild. Absolutely wild. It's, oh, such a good story. But yeah, the, uh, Kyle Rayner's part of that team that's in that storyline. That's um, huge. And it's in this period, Kyle would gain the respect of Batman, who oh. who had previously had a bad relationship with all the previous Lanterns. Um, yeah, but Batman having a bad relationship someone... With everyone. That, yeah. yeah, basically just means Batman has met this person. <laughs> yeah, but he has a respect for Kyle. Um, is that because he's a regular man that he's just like he, yeah you know. I, think, I think it's a little bit of that yeah I think it's like oh he's just a dude he doesn't take himself too seriously and like Hal Jordan can as I said square jawed like this is it captain this is what yeah. we're gonna do he's, and, he, yeah he's like Superman Captain America kind of a thing yeah whereas Kyle Rayner is just like a dude and he's just like tried his best yeah um, and so like Batman gets a bit of respect out of that as well I think and and the next story I want to talk John, is a very, very big story, shot, And I think it's one of the biggest glow-ups in comic books that I oh. really wanted to let you know with Kyle Rayner. Because Kyle is obviously a great lantern for years. Everything's going well. And then an entity known as Oblivion comes to Earth. And it is revealed that it is the embodiment of Kyle's fear, which he created unknowingly when he received his ring. Okay. Okay. And so this guy Oblivion, he's a fucking like nobody can stop him. The Justice League gotta fight him, they can't get him. They they bring Power Girl, the Atom, Firestorm, Adam Strange, everyone they got, they all attack him, nobody can stop him. And it's oh it's down to Kyle. Um and he, even Kyle I think brings in all the Green Lantern cores in his mind. Like he brings in they, like the spirits of they them. They have in his a mind, mind. Fight? <laughs> <clears throat> Like he's like fighting them and he still can't get him, right? Okay. And what happens is, um, Kyle, he has released the hate in himself, which is what Oblivion is, right? It's kind of like um, the Sentry, like all the dark yeah, thoughts and, and dark emotions. The cool thing is that Oblivion, this is this is just real for me and you. I don't mean you <laughs> only be into this line, right? So it's his fear or it is hate that releases Oblivion. And Oblivion is modelled or drawn 
as as the same as a drawing of a villain Kyle drew when he was a kid. Oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you would. Because in his mind, he's like, no, that's the scariest thing. Yeah, because when he was seven, that's what he drew as the biggest villain. And so now it's his fear come to life in this villain form. That's cool. I, that's quite cool. I like that. I knew, I knew you'd be into it because I, I read it and I was like, Sean, I like that. Because <laughs> we're both nerds. <laughs> um, and so they, they've got basically no hope, right? And mm-hmm. the reason that what, what then happens is Kyle brings in all of the energy that he can, right? And... Um, what made this version of... And he becomes a thing called Ion, which I'm going to need you to get on board. Right? I'm already on board. Ion is like Parallax, which is what Hal Jordan became when he was evil. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Oblivion. So it's all of his hate, all of his anger, but then all of his light stuff um, all joined together. And they realize Kyle has a blockage in his mind like that's stopping his creativity. He's got blockages in his mind. But he's but he's they, a graphic designer, Connor. <laughs> they release the blockages. He becomes a god. Right? I'm like sorry? I'm talking I'm talking he makes Superman a regular human being is in terms of how powerful he is. Um like, Okay. Yeah. Like he, he gets the power of a god and he he becomes a character called Ion for a while. Okay. Is like just a, is he like an amped up Green Lantern, or is there extra things added onto it? Um, so Kyle's ability to embrace his fears and rage permanently, as well as the gaining as gaining the total sum of the energies of the remnants. <laughs> you're gonna get it. So he gets all of his hate and rage that yeah. powers him up. Okay. He also then gets the remnants left from the sun because of Hal Jordan. The sun energies of yeah, the total energies by the guardians of the universe and full access to the central power battery, which is something that f- fuels the universe. And he gets it all in one go. Jesus Christ! Yeah. This sounds okay. If I'm going to try and put it in Marvel terms for myself, is that there's a thing called the power cosmic, and it's yes. just basically it just it's it's granted every so often, and it just gives a power. It just turns any character into a god, essentially. As Ion, Kyle was nigh omnip- omnipotent uh, and omnipresent. Even saying before his fight with uh, a character called Nero ended, that the power of the universe was flowing within him. Um, he actually during this time made some drastic changes to the DCU itself oh. uh, he healed John Stewart's back so he could walk again and he started giving other characters their powers back if in storyline they had lost their powers he was basically God um, wow and yeah um, so like one of my favourite moments of this is that like um, he goes to the Justice League headquarters Mm-hmm. and he can see the structure all their heartbeats and everyone within it even just from looking outside it um, and he can also read everyone's mind simultaneously and the, my favourite bit of all this is that an alien space armada appears on the screen okay dude okay okay <laughs> so they appear on the screen in the Justice League centre John and Bruce fucking pop up right Let's fucking, we're going to suit up. Let's go to the spaceship. Kyle comes, Kyle just turns around and just goes, don't worry about it. I've already stopped it. And they were like, what? He's like, oh, I stopped it. 
I stopped it before um, the, I stopped it before the flash and everyone else in the tower even noticed it what yeah he's just, but okay so he's just like it, like in the middle of everything he's just like no there was an issue he can so be I, in multiple places at once of course so he's in the tower course. and then he's also in space fighting the Armada of course before they get there um, to the point of that he decided that he said that he didn't have to reveal his presence to the aliens and he could have disarmed them without making an appearance but he wanted it to be known that Earth was protected in case they came back so he made himself present and then defeated all of them he basically just flexed on them and was just yeah like, exactly there's more where that came from <laughs> <laughs> Um, and like it's been revealed like afterwards so what happens then is that in a show of true character and his will and what he has learned he basically figures out that nobody should have this power like nobody should have this amount of power uh, that he has that's and interesting i like that and so what he does is he gives up all the power that he has he becomes a god for a while yeah. and then he goes to Gantet the guy who gave him the original ring and he's like the power's too great for one man and it needs to be returned to all of its rightful places and he returned all the power back into the central power battery and in the process he created new guardians that he had like sucked into himself Yeah, that he was like create new ones I just want to be a green lantern I, I don't want any of that stuff that's so if he wasn't, I feel even with all those powers and he realised that, I feel it's because he's just a regular man at like at the back of it all. That's why he yeah. was like, no, this is too much. Because anyone else would be like, yeah, I'm God. Now I'm God now. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's really cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> and this is why I really like Kyle Rayner. Um And the last one I wanted to cover, and it's a pretty big one, is that Kyle has... Uh, was the very first, and what, one of the biggest problems in comic books is Franklin Richards, is it not, Sean? It is indeed, um, the, the the reality warping powers. So what happens when DC, he gives up all of his god powers, but then they ran a story called New Guardians. And what happens in this is that all of the ring bearers, the red ring, blue ring, pink ring, yellow ring, um, they're all decommissioned. And the rings all basically, the people who are wearing them currently. So in DC, all the rings represent different emotions. So like red, anger, um, yellow is fear, all that stuff. But like, they all remember. I think so. Yeah, I think are compassion or something. Something like that. Something stupid like like that. (laughs) Something stupid. (laughs) Don't like anyone, right? But they, they basically represent the spectrum of feelings. Right. And so what happens is nobody has ever in the history of time been qualified to wear them all simultaneously, except for one man. No. Um, Because the decommissioned rings track, um, or sorry, they track the rings that have been decommissioned and they all ambush Kyle uh, as the combined powers of all seven rings. Kyle is able to hold his own against all of the guardians um, because... Like, he now has every single rig at once, becoming the white gar- the white lantern is what Jeez. it becomes. Cause, oh, because all of the colours, all of the colours of light when you mix them together make white. 
So he's the White Guardian. Ah, okay. He's the That's White Lantern cool. Corps. And his suit, by the way, fucking sick. All the real, right? White Lantern so suit. what they decided to do was they give him, he becomes this White Lantern because all the rings chose him. Once again, not a power he goes out to try to find. Yeah. They all just come to him. There's great comic book panels of like all the rings on his hand at once. Sorry, that white suit uh, is fucking rad as well. Slick, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's so gone, slick. lads. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, so he has this ultimate power. But DC ran into a problem, Sean, oh. because they wrote this just around the New 52, but before Rebirth, right. before they rebirthed it again. And you have a big issue when one writer writes them into this and they become Franklin Richards, basically, because he can do anything. Um, Interesting. It's like, it's just, it's literally, he can key into whatever emotion he's feeling. And he, there was even a moment where he goes around to all the different... Um, he goes around to all the different owners of all the different rings previously to harness each power because you have to master each power become to become like fully capable, fully proficient. So like in that rings, yeah, okay. So like willpower, the green one he has doubt, right? But he needs to master fear, master anger. There's a great one where he masters anger, where he goes and I can't remember the guy's name, but he's like beating the shit out of him, and he's like trying to get him angry. He wants him to be angry, and then he starts insulting Alex. And be like, Alex was a fucking bitch. Like, they go to the graveyard and he, like, shows them the grave. He's like, get angry. Get angry so you can master this. And then you see Kyle is just like, I'm not angry. I'm just sad. Like, I'm just... That doesn't make me mad. That just makes me sad. That I'm just I'm sad that this happened to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's a... But he masters all the emotions at once and basically becomes, once again, godlike in what he can do. Um, but this time he's chosen. <laughs> okay yeah i i get that's really cool i get how it's a difficult thing for a writer to then maintain going forward yeah you know yeah um so i mean in terms of powers and ability shot I mean, um everything yeah like once he's a god it's just every power he has basically so when he's normal green lantern he's normal green lantern um there's also so many stories that i left out here i really tried to cut on the big main ones for kyle the ones where he becomes a god (laughs) where alex gets stuck in a fridge (laughs) right um, so like when when kyle is a white lantern his power comes from his ring which is genetically keyed to his dna his ring lets him use all the powers from all the emotional spectrums, making Kyle the most powerful lantern to ever live. Um, Jesus. And so, I, did, I didn't expect this, sorry, for like the second Green Lantern. You know. I think he's the third one after Guy Gardner. Oh, no, sorry. No, the second one. So, uh, My, but I, there is I the original, original one before Hal, isn't there? There's Alan Scott, then there's Hal Jordan, then there's Guy? Or is it Kyle? I don't know. I think it might be Kyle then, and then Guy. Yeah, but I like I didn't expect, you know, Kyle Rayner the everyman. I guess it's kind of fits that the everyman is like eventually becomes a god. And then he gives it all up and then somehow they all find him again. I think he, he but by the way, I'm saying this like it didn't happen story after story, so he gives up the godlike power and then like it might be 10 years in real life. Yeah. Like 10 years in comic books pass and they're like it's pretty cool when he had godlike powers. It's so pretty, all pretty, the rings nice at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, really cool, small thing, because he's an artist, he can build the most amazing <gasps> constructs. I didn't even think of that. He's probably got the most imagination. Like Exactly. Uh, that's why. That's 
That's such a good character thing. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm turning them on to Kyle Rayner. I'm a Kyle yes. stan, boys. Um, uh, so in terms of powers, he's got animating, reality manipulation. Um, he can teleport. This is when he's the White Lantern, by the way. He's got yeah. healing. Um, so he's got matter manipulation, artificial intelligence. Um, like, where do you, just, where where's the like, threat? <laughs> super straight. There is no threat. There is no threat. Like there's this. By the way, these powers go for fucking ever. Yeah. <laughs> Think of every power. Like the one where he solved the whole armada of alien spaceships while still being in the room with Batman. I'd be like, oh yeah, don't worry, Bruce, I solved it. Like, that sounds like, the most powerful DC character you've covered, I think, is Superman Prime. Mm. And it sounds like he'd put up a pretty good fight. I think he might beat Superman Prime. I think Superman Prime would be a close one. It would be a close one. But to tell you his power level, when he was Ion, he went to meet the Spectre. Uh, who in DC Comics is probably the third most powerful character of all time, mm-hmm. like in the whole universe. No, it might be the second one behind, um, like, the god himself. And so, like, uh, the Spectre and him are kind of viewed at the same level. Like, the Spectre talks to him like they're equals. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> does and and does he... Now, like, how did they write it that he lost all these powers then? Because presumably he went back to being... So, no, when after New Rebirth, they did a whole new storyline. But what he did here was when he had all the powers, which is one of my favourite things, is that he actually created a whole new Green Lantern core and created all the new rings again. Because remember, he was the only Green Lantern for a while. So when he got this great power, he shared it around. When he created all the new Guardians again, that's when he released and he created all the new rings so everyone could be Green Lanterns right. who all qualify again because um, Hal Jordan had killed them all Let's not get <laughs> um, so in terms of powers I'm just going to list these off I'm not going to get into them energy constructs flight invisibility mind control mirages phasing power absorbing probing Ooh. recharging mm-hmm. ring duplication um, he can make more he can make more rings, Sean. Just make more friends for himself. <laughs> he can just make more rings, which nobody else can do. Spying, weirdly. Um, temperature control, transforming, electromagnetic scanning, wormhole or warps, healing, energy twin, pocket dimensions, subroutines, <laughs> force fields. Uh, and the list keeps going for another little bit. Mental incapitation, ability to kill, recharge. Oh, sorry, his weaknesses. I do apologize. Um, the ring cannot be wielded correctly if the wearer is under the influence of drugs or if there is an involvement for alcohol of some right. sort. Um, Makes sense. But, I mean, Not really a threat. Yeah, like you could just, you could, you could hold off on the glass of wine until after you're done being God, maybe. Yeah, um, so in his other, one of his other weaknesses was his ability to kill. So like Sinestro has the fear ring um, and he he's like able to kill, whereas Green Lanterns are unable to kill. But he doesn't have that anymore because he overcame. <laughs> he just got over it. <laughs> it, it just, I, I'm, just, I'm just built different, he said. Um, <laughs> and so, and that's not, by the way, this is all just his White Lantern powers. I haven't talked about his Ion powers. Oh, yeah. Uh, which include, which included, I should say, time manipulation, reality manipulation, reality altering, matter manipulation, yep. immortality. Yep. 
He's busted. He's busted as a character. <laughs> he makes no sense. <laughs> um, similar to his best friend, Wally West, Kyle loves being a hero and was able and finally confident in his future once he became a Green Lantern. Um, and they, he says, my name is Kyle Rayner. When I was a kid, I could never decide what I wanted to be when I grew up. Now I know. I'm a Green Lantern. I want to be a hero. That's what his personality is like. Oh, so you like he found his purpose later in life is his whole thing. Like, he was just kind of floating. He didn't know what he wanted to do. And then he's like, I want to help people. I yeah. want to be better. And then he was, when he got the ultimate power, he's like, yeah, but this is too much. This is yeah. too much for me. And yeah, I know my limits. I know what I'm capable and able for. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like how we do this podcast. You know, that makes us heroes. That's what we decided. <sighs> but, but we are unemployed still. Uh, yeah. I mean, in the eyes of, you know, our families, definitely. <laughs> And all of our loved ones, and maybe like some of our old teachers. Like, yeah, yeah, but like cool. me and you, happy yeah. output. <laughs> Fucking cool boys. <laughs> Gotta go get something from the fridge real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh dear! <laughs> this yogurt's gone out of date. In like a Harley Quinn style show, that would be a really good joke. Where mm. like Kyle Rayner just keeps going to the fridge, like, and he's <laughs> and rattling, and he's every time he needs food, he's like terrified. Round of milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Kieran, I hope I cover all that um, in the most succinct way. Uh, I've turned Sean into a Kyle Rayner stand. Oh, Kyle Rayner is a very, very cool character, and between yourself and myself, my favorite Green Lantern, probably by a good distance. Um, Who's the one with the ball? I just cut? think he's the most relatable. Weirdly, because he's even though he's a god, but he's like. He's a regular man god, you know. He got the ring because he just went to a nightclub and just came out for air one night. And then he was just like, yeah, you'll do. He was cool. the best option at the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's it for my report on Green Lantern, Kyle Rayner. Very good report, Connor. Would you like me to take us out? Yes, yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We will be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Big thank you to everyone over on the Patreon who keeps the show going every single month. There is a link to that in the description, or it's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast if you want to donate over there. There are other ways to support the show. There is the merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. And we shall talk to you all next week. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.